Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Hammer and Nigel. Do you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock it. So my question I'll pose to you, Hammer, right off the top of this segment, is this upcoming debate with Joe Hogsett, the Democratic candidate, and Jefferson Sharif, the Republican candidate for mayor of Indianapolis, is this upcoming debate on Wish tailgate worthy? Well, for Joe Hogsett, everything's tailgate worthy, <laughs> oh, apparently. <come> on. <laughs> um, I think it is for me. Yeah, I think I'm into. I, I think I'm breaking out the keg, getting the wings ready. Yeah, breaking out the Traeger, maybe. I think you may be disappointed, though. You think? Like, I would save that type of keg and the good wings (laughs) for the presidential-style debates. All right. Because have you seen that meme of, like, the multiple people dressed as Spider-Man pointing at each other? (laughs) That's what this debate's going to be. What's there going to be a debate about? Shreve does everything Hogsett does, wants to grab guns, says that, you know, abortion isn't really his thing. What are they going to debate about? They're the same guy. Well, uh, Hogs, it's Hogs, abortion is Hogsett's thing. They yeah, but Shreve about- came out with a video and said, hey, I'm a mayor. It's not my job to talk about abortion, but I'm not going to be pulling our busy police officers to arrest people that are taking part in said activities. Now, I'm paraphrasing there, but... You know, it's funny that Jefferson Shreve comes out and says, that's not a mayor's job, but changing the <laughs> yeah. state law on firearms perfectly <laughs> falls within his uh, area yeah, of expertise. That's a, that's a head scratcher right there. But I will be watching yeah. it because, sure. again, I live in Indianapolis. I'm a resident. I hate the fact that the people of this city have to choose between a wino and a rhino. It oh, sucks my. that this is the case. Wow. But our news gathering partners at Wish TV 8, uh, Monday, October 23rd, 6 p.m., Wish TV, wishtv.com, and their statewide TV news network will have the debate. So a lot of eyeballs on this. Is the uh, Sanchez moderating? He's part of the moderation crew. Phil Sanchez? Okay. Phil Sanchez will be part of that crew. It's right in his wheelhouse, man. So my question for fellow Marion County residents, if Jefferson Shreve comes out and just goes after Boss Hogsett for what happened during the riots, where were you? Who was calling the shots? There are all these rumors out there that you were either drunk or in rehab. If Jefferson Shreve does that, does that make things a little bit better? Do you feel better voting for him, even though as a law-abiding citizen, Jefferson Shreve clearly hates you. That's well, the question I, I, I have. I don't live in Marion County. I can't comment. I know my dad lives in Marion County, and I have sort of a skewed, biased perspective because you know his business was uh, affected by the riots. And you know, you wake up the morning, you found out that uh, his dad, my grandfather, dies, pulls out uh, uh, of the parking garage and sees every one of his windows busted out, including the one uh, to the lobby that leads up to the residence. I'm just, I I don't care where Hogsett was. I just want to know who's calling the shots. Right. That's the important thing. I think think people have got this twisted a little bit to where we're, you know, especially Marion County voters and you hammer trying to like, oh, it was a rehab, blah, 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 blah. I don't I don't care if he was, you know, in a tanning bed somewhere in 
in Beach Grove. <laughs> I don't care what he, I, I want to know who was calling the shots. You don't so care the mayor dad. was missing during a riot? No, I care he was missing. I want to know who was calling the shots. I don't, I don't, whether he was with a sick relative or whether the rumors are true about whatever, I want to know who's calling the shots. I want to know who told them to let them march. I want to know if he wasn't in charge, then what, who was? And I get that. But I also think that it doesn't make you a horrible person for wondering, can we trust this guy with responsibility in the city if he can't take care of himself? Listen, if he went to rehab, and again, those are the rumors. I don't know. We've all heard the same stories. I hope he got the help that he needs. I hope his family situation is better. Even though I don't like the guy, I hope he got the help that he needs. But if that's the case, if he can't take care of himself, how can he take care of my city, especially during the darkest two days in the history of Indianapolis? So with that being said, we for a long time have been criticizing local media in the city. Why won't you ask Joe Hogsett, because you have access, he sure as hell ain't coming on the Hammer and Nigel show. Why won't you ask him where he was that night? And can he prove it? Who was calling the shots if he wasn't here? All fair questions. Fox 59 doesn't want to do it. CBS 4 doesn't want to do it. Channel 6 doesn't want to do it. Indy Star kind of did it a couple of weeks ago with that softball question. But and they gave him an session. out. Yeah. They didn't pose it to him as, where were you? They said, why is this an issue for Republicans as to your whereabouts? Right. Channel 13, <laughs> all their investigative reporters haven't done that. I will give credit where credit is due. And our news gathering partners, Wish TV, I have been digging through the archives, trying to find any interview with Joe Hogsett from any local TV station where people have asked him the million dollar question. And I found this one. This was late 2021, I believe. And Alexis Rogers, news anchor at Wish TV, had Joe Hogsett for a one on one interview big part of this unsafe, uneasy feeling for some of our residents, you know, started within the riots in downtown Indianapolis of May last year. Criticism of that night uh, has included some of the same themes that we've heard when it comes to the violent surge and the leadership of the city. You know, where were you on that night when a lot of the the riots started to happen? I was uh, at at home uh, monitoring uh, what was going on uh, in constant contact with uh, the leadership at the emergency operations center. Um, I um, uh, came downtown the very first uh, light of day uh, the next morning. Uh, I met with uh, community leaders and organizers of the protests. Okay, so Alexis asked him the question. He said he was at home. And now he's going to be able to go back and say, look, I've answered that question. And he's on the record, though. Me finding this audio, at least we can share it with our audience. He's on the record because that is not what I've heard. We've had Tony Kennett on this program. That's not what he has heard from people that would absolutely know. And let me just put it that way. So to her credit, Alexis of Wish TV 8 then asked him a very important follow up question. Did the city give any stand-down order that night for officers to not react or not crack down on rioters or protesters? No, I, 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 I believe all those decisions regarding the tactics and the strategy uh, that was employed by our um, 
uh, ERG unit uh, in IMPD, uh, those decisions were made by the command staff of IMPD itself. That also not what I have been told from my many, many friends in law enforcement. And trust me, I've got more friends in law enforcement than Joe Hogsett <laughs> does. And if you remember, Nige, and I'm going to play a clip here. It's a little bit longer, so I want you to stay with me here because there's right. some good information. Right after the riots, the FOP president, Rick Snyder, came on our program. Were officers told to stand down from Mayor Hogsett? There was a significant point of discussion that occurred on Friday evening related to movement of folks, allowing folks to move, which, again, we're there to assist with peaceful protests. I told you that I said on Friday afternoon, everything I said, you've witnessed our officers do. They protected people while they protested peaceably uh, and exercised their rights. Uh, moreover, when things turn to any kind of violence and violations of law, we have an obligation to protect property and to protect life. Um, what I can tell you is that uh, I think most people would agree that we needed more adequate resources available on Friday night, and that did not occur. I can't explain to you why that did not occur. That's a fair question for the mayor. What I think most people would say is that on Friday night, that might have gotten away from folks, and that, while unfortunate, is understandable. The real question is, how did it happen again and even worse on Saturday night? And that's the real question that needs to be asked. You said you had the resources and the uh, and the ability to um, to stop some of the things that were happening Saturday night. Um, what were those resources? What else? Uh, what else could have been done, Rick? Well, first of all, I think that the, this is what we do in Indianapolis. We manage large events. Look at any other large events with hundreds of thousands of people in downtown Indianapolis, and they go off without a without a flaw and traffic is handled, officers on every corner, the whole thing. We did not have that on Saturday night. Now, what I know is we had plenty more resources available to us. It is very frustrating. We heard it today from the governor of Indiana that full resources were available from our state partners on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. The question becomes, why did our political leadership, who has to make those calls, not call for them, not call for the reinforcements? I can't answer that. Maybe there's a very good reason, but it's a very fair question, especially for all those business owners, all these employees who have had their lives further interrupted. So that was the FOP president the day we came back after the riots. And again, there's no record that Joe Hawkset was at home. He will not release any medical records, which, again, to be fair, it's not required, but it's just a customary thing that all candidates usually do. He won't release any of that information because he can't back up where he was the night of the riots. He said he was at home. You guys heard that right there. We've been told otherwise, and we were told the police and Rick was very careful with his words right there. I'll give him credit. He knows how to play the game. Uh, Allowing the protesters to move. Wink, wink. That, to me, sounds like they could have stopped a lot of stuff, but they were told to, quote, let them move through the city. One more clip here, because I know we got to hit a break. Uh, This is in that same interview with Alexis at Wish TV. What year was that? 2021. This interview. Late 2021 where 
you can just tell Joe Hogsett putting himself into a pretzel to not call it a riot. As difficult as that weekend was, a Friday and a Saturday night where constitutionally protected protests over the untimely death of George Floyd. We have had, over the course of the last year and a half, over 150 peaceful protests in the city of Indianapolis. Constitutionally protected protests? Two people got murdered, Nige. Constitutionally protected riots, I think is what he meant to say. Two people were murdered. Nora O'Donnell of CBS thinks that's a ridiculous way to spread that story. The protests in late spring were mostly peaceful, but damage from looting and arson will cost one to two billion dollars in claims. That's according to the Insurance Information Institute. Constitutionally protected protest where two people were murdered, like hundreds of stores were damaged, graffiti on monuments, damaged property, and again, murder multiple murders so i hope this debate jefferson shreve brings the heat jefferson i know your people listen to this program i don't like you and you don't like me but don't say i didn't give you any sort of information and ammo here use this against boss hogsett